Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. L-A-S-I-K LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and myself, LeVar Arrington. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the two pros and a cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. We've got some interesting draft strategy taking place in the NFL. We'll get into that for you coming up here just a couple of moments from now. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever you are making us a part of your Wednesday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We'll take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific right here on FSR. Um <laughs> <laughs> Roberto's not done himself, Lavar. <laughs> I mean, he's gone to an all-time low. It's a new, it's a new low for him. That's Jonas's favorite movie. Uh, Red no, versus they... all time on the show. <laughs> no, and all of a sudden he forgot about it. I, I, uh, I, I yeah, I had not. I uh, was not aware of that. All of a sudden uh, you forgot sequence. about it, huh, Jonas? Yeah, I was not aware of that all sequence. Right. Um, Whoa. Yeah, it's. <laughs> oh boy, uh, Brady, you want to guess what movie uh, we're referencing uh, that Roberto uh, had on in the studio? Uh, um, you know? I mean, it was a monster's ball. No, no. Oh. Uh, I don't think we'd be complaining about that. What was that the Howard one. Stern movie? Uh, no, private, private parts. parts no. Private parts. No. Um, not I'll, not colors. I'll give you a hint. Well, the the word crying is in the title. Crying. Yeah. I don't know. You lost me. All right. Well, listen. Uh, we'll, we'll text you. You don't need uh, to find it. 
It's okay. Uh, that one could stay where it's oof, at. I'm a little rattled. Uh, all right. Uh, so uh, away we go uh, into the uh, NFL conversation uh, this hour to lead this hour. And uh, we, there, so when Les Snead came out and he was giving the old uh, F them picks, talking about draft picks uh, and, and looking around going, you know, I, you know, I'm not really into the, uh, the idea that we're going to go ahead and, uh, you know, just build through the draft. Like he had a different approach. He had a different thought about what he wanted to do with his football team. And so they went out there and they made some big trades and he just gave away and I don't think they have a first round pick until like 2068 or something like that and so um it felt like, well, since we're a copycat league, maybe that's going to be the, the approach from some teams in the NFL. Yet here we are. Uh, the draft is uh, at the end of the month, and you've got, what is it, eight teams with multiple picks in the first round, um, which just makes me wonder, is it that there's no real legitimate uh, top quarterback prospect, which is why teams are willing to part ways with the picks, or have they identified that there are other positions in this draft that they look at and go, we want as many opportunities, as many bites at the apple here because we feel like we can build a roster. If we already have our quarterback, there's enough talent here elsewhere when it comes to positions that we can build a decent roster and start getting this thing going because uh, I don't recall there being this many teams with multiple picks in the first round of a draft. Yeah, literally half the first round is going to be comprised of a quarter of the league. Uh, That's what you're looking at. Eight, Eight teams have half the first round picks this year. So you're seeing much more control and maybe a divide in philosophy where you are looking at teams that feel like they've got a quarterback or they've got a guy. They don't need to you know, invest quite as much in some of these first-round picks. They'd, they'd rather invest in the guys second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth round where they can find a little more value there. Um, and, and then you know, basically say, hey, we feel like we've got the, a similar hit rate or we're not looking for that quarterback in the first round or we're not looking for that big-time you know, edge rush. We've got those guys. You know, we, we signed those guys. We, we, we went the veteran route for that. We needed known commodities in order to be able to feel like we can, you know, succeed. We'd rather plug, you know, in some of these first-round picks or other rookies somewhere else. So uh, maybe it's a divide in philosophy right now when you're looking at teams that say, hey, we feel like we're close, but we want to rebuild through the draft. And other teams that say we're close, we need to spend some more money. Let's use draft capital in exchange to get those players to our roster so we feel like we can win right now. I, I think that's the contrasting, um, you know, point of, or inflection point that they're at right now in the NFL between how teams are viewing building their rosters to have success. Yeah, I think that that's just where sports has gone. Is you don't you you have a microwave culture at this point in sports. Meaning to say that we're going to build through the draft. You may be saying, okay, you might have to wait three years, four years for for something to come to fruition if it ever happens. But you're waiting. Like, think about this. You may have to wait two to three or four years <laughs> for it to possibly work based off of building through the draft and saying that it's going to take time. Now, that that once was a, a real philosophy, even with coaches. You bring a coach in. Third year, you start to see the turnaround. Fourth year, you start to really, really see the results of what that coach is, is able to do. And generally, rule of thumb is so so that you could build the culture, you could develop the players, different things like that. That is not how it works in today's football culture, sports culture, and heck, cultural culture, right? And, and so looking at draft picks, it's not as – it doesn't seem like it's as sexy – 
if you're a team that is trying first off, you every team is trying to win now. That's that's the thing where we're at right now. They're all trying to win now. So who are you bringing in that is going to help you win right now? And this year's draft, I mean, if I'm the Rams, I'm looking at this year's draft and it's probably O-line is my first thought process, maybe a receiver. Um, those are probably the two most most pressing needs for the Rams right now. But if I'm less Snead, I feel good about what I have and I only need a couple pieces that are apart I don't need a franchise guy through the draft right now. And a lot of times, if you look at the success rates of of draft picks versus unrestricted free agents that come after the draft is over, man, there's a ton of guys that didn't get drafted that are littered in the the NFL Hall of Fame. There are a ton of all pros that were late-round draft picks or were undrafted to begin with. A lot of times it's because they get the opportunity to develop. Now, now, granted, they may have the stress of being released from a team and going to another team or maybe even another one after that until they get to that point. You think of a guy like James Harrison. There's guys that jump out at you and you think about, man, that person went through some things during their development time. But the bottom line is, is that they don't get burnt by the media or by a coaching staff from being a high-profile guy when they come in that way. So when you look at high draft picks, high draft picks, they're on the clock. The minute they're drafted, their careers are on the clock because of the amount of scrutiny that's connected to spending that type of draft capital into a player. It feels like if if you're a team with a quarterback, like Kansas City and Green Bay have multiple first-round picks. Like That feels like an advantageous situation for them because they they have their quarterback spot answered. Now they can just build around those guys. But then you've got the Giants, Daniel Jones, that's up in the air. Uh, The Texans, you think they like Davis Mills, but we don't know whether or not that's going to pan out. The Jets and Zach Wilson, who the hell knows? The Saints apparently are are committed to Jameis Winston. The Eagles, uh, the Lions are the other team it just it feels like if this were a better quarterback draft class there would be less teams willing to part with those picks you know what i mean like if you- I, I i think the other thing that's changed too is how teams are viewing the fifth year option teams are making quicker decisions whether it's a quarterback or any other player for that matter on picking up that fifth year option which they have to do after their third year right so before they play the final year of their deal they've got to make that decision and that didn't used to be a fully guaranteed commitment. It is now. It used to be when you picked up the fifth-year option, it was for injury only. So if in that fourth year the player got injured and they, they couldn't pass a physical come the first day of the new league year heading into their fifth year, then they would be able to get that money. It would be guaranteed to them. Otherwise, if that fourth year went crappy, they could just say, hey, we're, we're dropping this. We're not, we're not continuing on with this, with this if the player was healthy and able to pass a physical. That's changed. The, now you're locked into a five-year deal if you pick up that, that you know, fifth-year option after the third year, or at least it's going to be on your books, right? So I think that's changed too, where teams are looking at it going, okay, if we're basically saying that there's probably, I don't know, five, maybe ten prospects that are immediate impact players, potential superstars right away. And then the rest, the margin of difference is, eh, I don't know. Then you better believe teams aren't looking anymore at saying, oh, he's a first rounder. 
they're looking at it saying, well, we have a pick in the top 100 because we feel like picks 11 through 100, that degree of difference as far as the talent, ability, and what that player could be is so minimal that we're not really looking at, you know, where if we're taking them at 11 versus taking them at 35. Like, it's kind of a wash because we feel really good about that player one way or another based on our grade on him. So I, I think that's the other thing you're starting to see, too, is that subtle tweak in the way the fifth-year option now is handled by teams has played a role, I think, in an impact, too, on how some teams view first-round draft picks or if they're coveted or not. It does feel like uh, so. Aiden Hutchinson feels like he's going to go number one overall. At least that that is some of the speculation. Who's the first quarterback to go? Is it Willis? Is Malik Willis going to be the guy? That's where the odds are at right now. He's a slight favorite to be the first quarterback going. I just wonder how quick he goes. That that's that's I, my big. I mean, question. six six seems to be the spot. Although then that leads you to think if Atlanta gets aggressive, they could trade up to five and leapfrog Carolina. Um, I, I don't know. It's a tough spot to be in. As I've said before, I don't know that you know teams are falling in love with any of these guys, and that's usually what you need to happen. It only takes one team, but they got to fall in love with the guy enough to make that that draft pick. And the trend's been playing them early and often in the rookie year. And if you're going to take a guy, Malik Willis, he might be one of the more raw at the position. Now he's got the most upside, and that's why you'd be drafting him first. Or, you know, take him as the first quarterback. But that doesn't mean it's going to work out. You know, that doesn't mean you've got a guy who's got talent that is, you know, not comparable to Josh Allen. Only Josh Allen has his arm, his size matched that athleticism. Malik Willis has a strong arm, not as big. Um, but the accuracy issues, you know, people talked about with Josh Allen. You could see some of that, too, with Malik Willis. Um, you know, pocket presence, all those things. When so is the, the last time we've seen a rookie quarterback come in and have success? Well, it depends on what you, you know, consider success, Herbert. right? I mean, Herbert's the one that right away probably comes to mind. Burrow, but he was cut short because of injury. Yeah, I mean, Baker Mayfield set the touchdown record that year, and it felt like it completely turned around the, the hopes of, of the you know, Cleveland Browns. Did he not? Yeah. But and, and just, here we are. <laughs> well, right. And, and and that's the problem. Like Zach Wilson, everyone was optimistic about him last year. People are still optimistic this year. Like that's one where I'm going, I, I don't know. Is, is he in any different position than Sam Darnold was? I actually think there was more optimism or there should have been more optimism about Sam Darnold after his rookie year than Zach Wilson. Yet people keep trying to pump that narrative. I, I have no idea why. So I just the hard thing with all these guys is, there, there's only a, a few that can come in and elevate the level of everyone else out around them. I don't know that any of these quarterbacks are that guy. The one guy, I'll tell you this much, though, that's going to sneak up and get higher, taken higher than people think is Desmond Ritter. Mm. He checks a lot of boxes, a lot of boxes. And he's kind of that guy that, um, almost like Jalen Hurts, where like every time he's done something, he's improved. He looks more of the part on some of the things that he needed to improve upon. I just I feel like that's one to keep an eye on. Like I, I think there's some people who secretly like him a lot better uh, than than maybe they're willing to admit or hasn't leaked out yet. It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Brought to you by Discover. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company, and that's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com/slash/match. Limitations apply. All right, uh, coming up next, um, there was a a new twist to the world of college football yesterday, and um, somebody on this show's 
not happy about it. We will get into that for you right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And for a limited time, get more fun for less with the Michigan Bundle for just $49.99. Exclusive to Michigan residents only. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Coming up later on this hour, we're going to have another edition of the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Some midweek awards in the world of sports here. We're going to hand those out uh, coming up again about 20 minutes or so from now on FSR. Before we get to, uh, I don't know if this is considered history, but we can call it that. want to let you know we are brought to you uh, by Dollar Shave Club. The Dollar Shave Club six-blade razor brings noticeably smooth shaves with six stainless steel blades for swift hair removal. 
removal and a lubricating strip that keeps things smooth. Dollar Shave Club razors are sold at dollarshaveclub.com or in stores. Hey, um, fell in a ring of fire. Yeah, how about uh, you know what uh, Notre Dame, huh, Lavar? How about Notre Dame and the, the Flames went yeah, higher. The, uh, the Fighting Irish, uh, a big matchup coming up uh, September second uh, to open the 2023 season against Tennessee State. How about that? You know, burns, uh, burn, burn. Scheduling. Uh, I saw this and uh, I got pretty excited uh, instantly. Uh, another top five opponent for Notre Dame. Only problem the is the best player for Tennessee State will be uh, Eddie George. Okay. <laughs> but he'll be coaching. The, the only that? one that will probably have success against Notre Dame uh, will probably be coaching the game. So that would um, be, you know, there's that. Yeah. You know, some that. people might think I would tread lightly about this topic because it's my alma mater. But I'm just going to be real. I absolutely hate this. And look, there's probably some some woke idiots out there who, oh, it's but it's an HBCU. It has nothing to do with that. This is the first time in the history of the Notre Dame football program they've played a non-FBS opponent. That's what I'm ticked off about. I hate this. If you're going to remain independent, which I don't even know if you can say that anymore since they have a soft affiliation with the ACC, and unfortunately since they've made that agreement outside of Clemson, you're not really circling many teams consistently on that calendar saying, well, here's a tough matchup. I mean, last year you could have said Wake Forest. I don't know that we're going to be saying that, you know, for years to come. Maybe. Maybe Dave Clawson's got him turned around. North Carolina was great two years ago. Not, not as good last year. So they've already, at least from when I was a recruit, when I was a player there, watered down this schedule. And now, and I believe this is the case, Notre Dame next to, I think it was UCLA, was the, were the only two teams to have never played a non-FBS opponent. And so this will be now one less thing that we can tout, one other way of watering down the schedule. And when we're an independent, where you don't have that 13th data point of a conference championship game, you need as tough of a strength of schedule as you can get. And I don't think that scheduling a non-FBS opponent as your season opener and then coupling it and saying, well, we're just doing what the SEC does because, you know, they'll schedule a big dog, one, one tough non-conference opponent, and then they've got layups. Well, it, that, that's not how it works. They also have a conference championship game. Alabama can do that. Georgia can do that. <laughs> they can get away with it. LSU can do that. They can get away with it. You can't sit there and schedule this and go, well, it's, it, it's historic for this. I get all that. I don't care about that. This, this isn't about, you know – equity and all that stuff or trying to say hey we're helping out at hbcu school it's not about that it's about trying to win a national championship it's about com- competition and looking at the rest of the landscape what made notre dame unique in being independent was the fact that when you were a recruit you would sit there and go dude i'm gonna be on national television every week because we're playing such a, do- like a hard schedule you know i remember playing the big 10 schools i remember playing pac-12 acc sec opponents and people are well, you guys play Navy every year. Yeah, okay, idiot. Here's why Notre Dame <laughs> plays Navy every year. Back during WW2, they used Notre Dame's facilities, which almost went under, as training facilities, and it helped keep Notre Dame alive, the university at that point, financially. And so they've had that agreement ever since. And by the way, 
go play any triple option school mixed in with your schedule. See, see how much you like doing that during the course of the year. That gives head coaches headaches every single time. So I, I just I, I hate this move. And, and really, it's only good for Tennessee State. Like, they're the only winners in all of this. What are they making off this? I, probably a million. Who knows? Or, or maybe half a million. But, but, but again, like, they get paid off of it. And it's like, let's just say, for example, let's just say, for example, it's the opening game of a season. There's a gigantic talent gap. What's the upside for Notre Dame? If you don't beat them by 50, it looks like all of a sudden, like you, maybe they're not that good. You're going to drop in rankings. You're we drop know how in rankings, yeah, yeah. We know how that can impact. I, I remember my senior year, we went on the road to play Georgia Tech back when they had Calvin Johnson and a few of the really good players on defense. Philip Wheeler was a good linebacker there. I remember, oh yeah, and, the, and that idiot, or not idiot, but the guy who's now uh, in WWE, whatever his name is, Roman Reigns. Oh, yeah, he's the world champ, man, double champ too. You put some respect. Well, I, I don't, on his I don't name. know. I, I wasn't watching WrestleMania. Okay. the The point is, is we went down on the road, got a close win, you know, tough environment, good football team. We dropped in the rankings. I was like, all right, and and lo and behold, they, you know, Georgia Tech ends up playing in the ACC championship game that year, and they ended up being pretty good. I, I just, I think this is. This is a no-win scenario for Notre Dame, no matter what way you go about it. It does not help them. It does not help elevate their program. You're not winning a recruit for this. You're not winning in the eyes of the college football playoff committee or the AP poll or whatever else you want to talk about in recruiting. You know, you're not going to – one, I mean, you're not even competing against Tennessee State for, for a recruit. And then even more so than that, it's just you don't win over a guy saying, well, yeah, you get to come out and play a layup like this to open a season. It's just a dramatic departure from what it used to be, and it, it crushes me to see it because I feel like you know Notre Dame in this instance, when it's always kind of been something of its own, is now you know, really try, trying to almost you know, blend in with everyone else. And that hasn't been their MO. And especially when you open up this year with uh, Ohio State on the road, it's kind of a big difference between the two. I'll I'll put it this way. You know, you've got a rights deal that's coming up too for for Notre Dame's home games, right? The NBC NBC deal is coming up in 2024, somewhere around that ballpark. All right, well, if you want to get those home games up to par, up to value with what other teams are getting, being a part of a conference – you got to start scheduling tougher, bigger brands. You can't sit there and say, well, we're going to play Tennessee State. What's any network, whether it's NBC or anyone else, what are they sitting there and saying? They're going, okay, well, we're going to pay for that. That's not going to rate as high. Like, yeah, you'll get a Notre Dame audience, but no offense to Tennessee State. They're not bringing in a huge audience. You tell me this. What do you think that Notre Dame-Ohio State game, what number is that going to do? Oh, God. It's a pretty big number. It's going to be a huge number. It it might be the second, third most watched game this entire college football season. It's because you've got the Ohio State brand and the Notre Dame brand clashing together. And there will be people who are just interested in general. Like One of the biggest markets to watch Ohio State games, Birmingham, Alabama. Because Alabama wants to see what's happening at Ohio State. And no different, by the way, no different, by the way, than what were some of the biggest numbers for uh, the Big Ten championship game this, this past year? Columbus, Ohio. Because, they, you know, as much as they hate it, they want to watch Michigan go win a Big Ten championship, they're still going to watch. And there's still some Michigan fans in that proximity. So you, you get that sort of thing. You're not going to get that with Tennessee State. 
And so th- that's, that's the other issue is even from a business standpoint, this doesn't help you say, hey, w- you know, we're going to talk to a, a network about buying our home games or bidding our home games, and they're paying X amount per, per game. They're going to say, well, yeah, yeah, you've got Ohio State, you've got a few other really good home games, but what do we do with the Tennessee State games? What do we do with the, the, the MAC games that you've put on your schedule? That's not worth this much. So I, I think it even hurts them from a financial standpoint. I, I would just say very quickly, there, it, it's interesting the new wave of high-profile guys going to HBCUs. I think it's amazing. I think it's great for, for HBCUs. I think it's great for college college football. Maybe maybe the idea of, of scheduling the game – and and just and this made me think about it just now, just listening to to what you said. There there definitely isn't a win for for Notre Dame in this game. But if there was a win for the entertainment aspect of it, are you bringing in that Columbus Ohio market? Are you are you exposing diff, a, a a different a different audience to? This type of this type of scenario playing out because of who's the head coach. I mean, Gramlin brought in Hugh ja- uh, Hugh Jackson. Jackson State obviously has Deion Sanders. Deion has has done a whole bunch of of primetime games based off of being Deion Sanders, not not based off of Jackson State being that type of a program. So I just wonder: is the well, entertainment value based off of one of the most historically, you know, great football players um, in Eddie George. But he's not Dion. He's not playing. Yeah, Yeah, I know he's not playing. I understand that part. Here's here's all I'll say is Notre Dame doesn't need Tennessee State. This actually helps Tennessee State. Like now Eddie George uses as a recruiting tool. Like, hey, man, you want to come here and play on nationally televised games for a season opener? Come to Tennessee State. This helps Tennessee State more than it does Notre Dame. Which yeah, help no, at all. I get that them. part, but from the entertainment, I'm, I, and I just, this is a question that I'm, I'm posing. I, I don't, I don't think it has any impact whatsoever. I don't know, I don't know that anyone's looking at this matchup and saying, oh, "I can't wait to watch Marcus Freeman and Eddie George oh, square he, off." Here's, here's also what, what I would say. It's week one, and so if this game is on at the same time with you know what is going to be a phenomenal matchup elsewhere come 2023, and I don't even know what the week one schedule is at this point, but there's going to be big matchups like they are like Notre Dame, Ohio State this year. This game's going to get crushed ratings wise because nobody like people aren't going to want to watch Notre Dame play Tennessee State when you've got you know just throwing one out there, Clemson and uh, you know Auburn going week one like like we've seen before. Oh, no, or, man. Or, people might want to watch uh, first. First of all, Notre Dame faithful are going to be faithful to the Notre Notre Dame team to watch it. That I mean, I don't know that. I think they're going to watch. The, they streamed a Notre Dame um, Toledo game. I, I, people weren't happy about that. They were. Did they, were they watch themselves. it? Uh, they were trying to. I mean, that, that's the problem with streaming. Streaming's not quite there yet. It didn't work out quite as well. But I, I'll say this. I mean, again, I can kind of speak for this to a degree. No one's excited about when Notre Dame plays a Mac school. You know, those right. tickets are easy to get. It's not – I mean, it's just it's – a, it's a long departure from what it used to be when you were playing Power 5 schools, albeit maybe some – not always some of the best, but it, we've gotten so far away from playing your Purdue's where, where you had that in-state rivalry or Michigan, Michigan State every single year where you had those tough physical matchups. Um, you know, 
Stanford, USC. I mean, th- those were some of the ones that you had those every year. You had these different rivalries on and off the field, and then you'd mix in some SEC, ACC opponents uh, on top of that. And it's just, it's like I said, it's a long departure from what it was, and I think it's, it's going to hurt them. As an independent school is trying to bide for a college football playoff, I don't know how this helps them in, in any way, any fashion or form. I'd love to hear the explanation as to what makes this better for Notre Dame recruiting, a chance to make more money with the TV deal, a chance to make it to a college football playoff. I, I'd love to hear the explanation behind yeah. it outside of just saying, hey, it's historic. We're, we're bringing in an HBCU school to come play us. Okay, but like, like what, what's the objective there? Because again, I think you're doing more. You're doing more for Tennessee State than you are for the University of Notre Dame. Uh, they took the game. It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio coming up next. Uh, somebody got paid in the NFL. We will get to the latest on this story that just took place here in the world of sports. But for all the latest elsewhere from around the world of sports, we turn it over to the great Eddie Garcia. Yeah. So, so what are you saying? I can't talk about this. Well, story? I don't know, Eddie. I mean, listen. Uh, I just I didn't want to put you on the spot and tell you how to you know how to structure uh, your award winning update. Hey, Eddie, want to do that? <laughs> Eddie, I'll ask yeah. you this. Are okay. you going to watch? Would you even be tuned in to watch that game? What, the uh, Notre Dame? Uh, uh, yeah. Very unlikely. <laughs> very unlikely. Okay, case in point. I'd rather just play Fresno State. They're not, they're not a Power 5 school, but it's a hell of a lot better opponent. That's a, that's a legit program. Like I would watch I, that game. Uh, yeah, <laughs> obviously. But, but obviously. I would chime in on that and say nobody – really cares about Fresno State football oh, either. Oh, my though. God. The, no, that's fine, but oh. here's the reality is... If I'm, you're, just, if you're I'm the, sorry to do that, Eddie, but if you're in the college football playoff, If you're in the college football playoff, you're going to view that win different than how you view it win over Tennessee State. That is very true, but nobody cares about Fresno Racist. football, though. Oh, oh my dang, God. Eddie. That is we, insulting. We, daggers, we are not. Eddie. We yeah. are not. All right, well, just just for that, I'm going to spoil the news. Uh, news from the NFL. <laughs> Breaking news. The Buffalo Bills reportedly reached an agreement with wide receiver Stephon Diggs. Four-year, $104 million extension. It includes $70 million guaranteed. Diggs will now be under contract with Buffalo for six more years at a total of $124.1 million. More on that coming up with the gentleman, obviously, here in a second. Uh, NBA games of note. We had the Suns over the Lakers, 121-110. to And the big news there, of course, Lakers now officially eliminated from the playoffs. Phoenix, meanwhile, gets its 63rd win of the season. That's a new franchise record for wins in a season. Raptors clinch a playoff spot, beating the Hawks 118-108. to Jazz clinch a playoff spot, beating the Grizzlies 121-115 in overtime. Bucks beat the Bulls 127-106. Chicago, though, still clinching a playoff spot because of a Cavaliers loss to the Magic. Spurs beat the Nuggets 116-97. San Antonio clinches a spot in the play-in round. Sixers over the Pacers 131-122. Heat beat the Hornets 144-115. And the Nets knock off the Rockets 118-105. NHL score Avalanche over the Penguins 6-4 Colorado clinching a playoff spot in that one. Now back to LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox in the Fox Sports Radio studios. Thank you, Eddie. Two pros and a cup of joe here. Fox Sports Radio are going to hand out some midweek awards here coming up in about 10 minutes from now. The good, the bad, and the ugly here on FSR. Uh, we are brought to you by one of our favorite cities, Las Vegas, the greatest arena on earth. Every game, match, race, and competition. It is always on. No one does sports like Vegas, and the excitement is endless, so make sure to plan your trip today at visitlasvegas.com. Uh, Eddie mentioned it uh, in the update there. Uh, this just uh, came down a few minutes 
minutes ago. Uh, the Buffalo Bills and Stephon Diggs, a yeah. four-year, $104 million extension. It includes $70 million guaranteed, according to Adam Schefter. Uh, the deal ties Diggs to Buffalo for six more years uh, at $124 million and change uh, with the intent both sides have for him to retire in Buffalo. So uh, there is that. Stephon Diggs, another wide receiver, gets paid this offseason. Good for him, man. Good for him. Yeah. It's an, it's an interesting time in the NFL. I mean, you don't even have to be close to free agency in order to apply leverage on your team to pay you more, which it's a good thing. I mean, I, I think as, as much as we in the media want to condemn players for acting out in the manner in which they do in order to get what they want, look at the ripple effect on how it impacts other players. You know, as soon as a player is able to get that contract that he wants and it resets the market at his position, it's good for everyone else. <laughs> everyone else is saying, hey, I want a little more. I want some more financial security. And, and so I, I love the fact that players have understood the power that they have and at times maybe being difficult. And I know as fans, you probably frown upon it, but it's good for business. I mean, say whatever you want. It is good for business. It's worked out for a lot of players this offseason. I think to give him that confidence, knowing the impact that he's had on on the quarterback, uh, the quarterback's position there on on Allen, and and just the the jolt of of energy that that he's brought to that team, it's it's been a different team since he's gotten there. And I don't think anyone would debate that that there was a there was a change once he's gotten there. So to to invest in him now, knowing the type of guy that that he has been for them, the the influence that he's been for them, I, I think is a I think it's a strong statement. And and you're right. I mean, people are leveraging differently these days. But heck, if if I'm if I'm the Bills, I'm gonna leverage it the right way, get it knocked out. If I feel like what do they say is a four year deal. Yeah, four years. Yeah, extension. I mean, yeah, why not? Yeah, so four on top of what was already there. I think he had what was it a year left, two years. Did he sign his deal before he got traded? Was that was that, or, or did he sign it after he got traded to the Bills? Like I, I'd have to go back and I, look. It's gonna be hard because obviously all the alg- algorithms send you to the most recent one. Yeah. Uh, no, he said so. He signed a five-year deal in 2018 18. with Minnesota, um, and then then, got traded. then he got traded. So yeah, I mean, you know, at least uh, in in Buffalo there wasn't any crunch to get this done, and so now, and this is what like people are talking about. You know, AJ Brown and uh, DK Metcalf, and are those guys going to get paid? It's like, I mean. I mean, if you're Seattle, like you don't even know what the hell you are. If, I mean, if you're if you're Tennessee, like it feels like those guys are in the same spot to where it looks like because they're second round picks. Um, and we talked about this and brought it up that you know maybe the franchise tag is in their future. But I, I just wonder, like, who's going to be the next guy? You know, I've been thinking about this whole DK Metcalf situation. He's the face of their team <laughs> right now. <laughs> well, what about right? Jamal yeah. Adams? Come bro, on, bro. Listen, to what I'm saying. Listen, all seriousness, DK Metcalf today is now the face of Seattle's team. So, I mean, if that's your franchise guy, you can't create the doubt that your face of your franchise and franchise guy can, is not. Can a wide receiver be a franchise guy? I mean, he has to be today. <laughs> 
Who who else is there? Pete Carroll. Okay. Yeah. All right. And they've they've paid him. <laughs> John Schneider. Uh, uh, well, paid yeah. him. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just. I've been thinking about it. It's like, man, Bobby Wagner. Nope. Russell. Uh, nope. Who else is there? Yeah. Everybody's Tyler Lockett. Both no. your biggest name players. I mean, if you want to say Jamal Adams, I go with Jamal Adams in terms of your your defense, but. Fate, un, undisputed face of your franchise today is DK Metcalf. By the way, Jamal Adams would have been better off staying in New York. I, I feel more confident about the Jets moving forward than I do uh, uh, oh. the Seattle Seahawks. Really? I mean, yeah. he got to a playoffs the first year he got traded to Seattle. I, I, it just feels you like. You think the Jets are that close to the playoffs? You don't think Jamal Adams is looking around going. Where'd everybody go? Like, <laughs> he might be, but I think they have at least a better track record of building back up for success. I mean, come on. The Jets have, uh, they were in a, you know, a conference championship game not that long I ago. I personally over a decade, would, yeah, a, would, would think yeah, Seattle over math. New York, personally speaking. But with that being said, personally speaking, I wouldn't want to be a part of either one of those teams at this point. <laughs> So whoever's paying the most money is the one that will win in in, in my eyes because um, it's about the check. It's not about winning. It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas That's Knox. a sad um, commentary, by the way. What? To, See, to feel that way, uh, to get to a point as an athlete, because in, 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 when you're in high school, you you know, for the most part, you choose your high school. Right. Sometimes, I mean, you know, it is what it is, but it's more community community. But now you can choose your high school. You can choose your college. You don't choose your pro team. So to be put in a position where your paycheck becomes more important than even the game, the love of the game. It's pretty sad, man. Yeah, it's pretty sad. Oh, nice. Yeah, I thought, nice I, paycheck, I thought I, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. yeah there's can't, that. Can't be mad at that. Um, all right. We've got the uh, good, the bad, and the ugly midweek awards coming up next year on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Ben, host of the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is the Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of the Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O-O-O-O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts 
people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Coming up top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now, uh, we have got uh, a peek into the future for one NFL franchise, and you might not like what you see. We'll get into that for you here uh, on FSR. Before we hand out our midweek awards, want to let you know we are brought to you by the Dollar Shave Club. The Dollar Shave Club six-blade razor brings noticeably smooth shaves with six stainless steel blades for swift hair removal and a lubricating strip that keeps things smooth. Dollar Shave Club razors are sold at dollarshaveclub.com or in stores. There are some good things that happen, and there's some bad, and then there's some downright ugly things. It's time for Good, Bad, and Ugly. All right, lead the lap, executive producer. Who's got what this week? We always start with some good news. Jonas, let us know what was good this week. No, we, yeah, don't, always, we don't always do that. Yeah. Last week, you threw a curveball at us, and uh, yeah. you know we didn't end up going there. Um, I'm going to tell you the good was WrestleMania. It was phenomenal. I mean, if you were a betting man on WrestleMania and you wanted to make a little bit of coin on just a fantastic two-night event, I know Brady Quinn was all over it. I didn't even know WrestleMania was this past weekend. Brady hit me up. He said, oh my God, I'm telling you, you got to watch WrestleMania. I was like, okay, fine. Twist my arm. Watched it. It was phenomenal. Uh, It was fun for everybody involved. Uh, Just a a fun event altogether. They had, I think, a little over 154,000 people attend uh, in a two-day span there at yeah, uh, cool. WrestleMania in Dallas. It was uh, a lot of fun to watch. That's my good lead. Wonderful. Cool. Yep. Yeah, great. Yep. Brady, let great. us know what was bad. Well, it was bad was the way Coach K's career ends. Um, losing to his arch rival in his final game, uh, in the final four on such a stage, same team that beat the doors off of them his last game in Cameron Indoor. It's even caused some speculation of some of his former players to say maybe he should come back, um, which is a sentiment that we've we've shared as well. But it was bad. I I, I feel bad. Kind of sad. 
to be honest with you, too. I don't know if we can create a separate category for that, but uh, I think Coach K's loss in the Final Four was kind of bad and sad for um, for those of us who are at least fans of Coach K. Then there's those people who hate, and they're probably excited about it. Yeah. We don't have sad, but we do have ugly. LeVar, what was ugly this week? You know what was ugly. Them L.A. Lakers. Yeah. I don't need to say anything else. Okay. <laughs> That's it. Because all of the blanks that are there, everyone that is listening to me that is under the sound of my voice can fill in the blanks very easily and simply. You want to fill them in, Berto? Come on. Fill them in for me. The ugly is the L.A. Lakers. Why? Tell me. Tell me why, Berto. Tell me why. Russell Westbrook. Okay, there you go. Anything else? <laughs> LeBron James. Okay, is there anything else? Frank Vogel. Do you want to keep going? Anthony Davis. Oh wow! Is is there is there is there a cherry on top? Genie Bus. Okay, well there oh, you go. Geez. All right. And there's well, your ugly. Yeah, so, uh, so everybody ugly. got it. Uh, right. Everybody can yeah. get it. <laughs> uh, yeah, everybody got it. Uh, yeah, yep. it has been uh, it has been a rough go for the uh, for the Los Angeles Lakers. It has but, been an know. ugly season for them. Yeah. yeah, ugly. Yeah, bad. I mean, at any point in time, outside of maybe me being optimistic because it's LeBron and LeBron's individual achievements, I mean, what what are you? T- what's your takeaway? Uh, they changed the name of their stadium. It's That's now, right. Yeah, it's, it's crypto. The, uh, Crypto.com. The crib. Because it's crib, the bricks whatever. that were being put up. They they remodeled <laughs> and redid the entire Staples Center and <laughs> named it that. Who's bricks? Uh, a whole lot of Russells. Yeah. West Brick. <laughs> what about LeBron's free throws? Yeah, I mean, that, uh, you know, they all contributed. The, uh, yeah, part of the they building and that. So. I'm a fan, uh, though. Right. I don't want to be a hater. Hour three next. Yeah. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at Fox Sports radio.com and within the iHeartRadio app search FSR to listen live oh, 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 O'Reilly. are your wiper blades chattering skipping or squeaking don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility when it's time to replace your wiper blades stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And for a limited time, get more fun for less with the Michigan Bundle for just $49.99. Exclusive to Michigan residents only. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. 
So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.